<laughs> oh, those bare naked ladies. That's so crazy. Oh, yeah. They're like bare and they're naked <laughs> all at the same time. Pop that culture. Are they, they're not fully all of them back together, are no, they? I didn't, no, yeah. The lead singer had drug problems. Yeah. And then, Just such a bummer because they're such a great band and they put on such a great show. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if he'd come back into the fold yet or if they perform, it's just the other guys. You know, one, one of the other guys, I think, um, had cancer and that went into remission, oh, if I remember correctly. Ew. I don't remember. I'm not a super huge... I mean, I love the Bare Naked Ladies, but I don't love the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> yeah. And I heard that uh, one of them had cancer, went into remission, and like okay. the band kind of like started... Nah, yeah. And then they started getting back together again because they had tons of craft dinner. Haven't you always wanted a monkey? Yes. They were, um, sorry, I have a little <laughs> something on my tongue there, and it wasn't a word. Um, they were for a while. The show, it was sort of like the, the every summer, like for some people, you know, at the start of the season, everyone's got, you always have to see Eddie Money or whatever, oh, yeah. you know. And then, you have to go to Pine Knob and see BNL. <laughs> yes, because they're amazing and super fun. Yeah, so you know what? I actually had a chance to be up on stage introducing them at Planet Fest in 1995. I'm sorry, did you just say? I said Planet Planet Fest. Oh my God, was yes. Johnny there? Yes, I was with Johnny ah, in the morning. Johnny and Haji. And Zito. <laughs> and Cruz. Yes. And Lenny the Psychotic Snake. I totally remember yes. Lenny. This is hysterical. Okay, trivia, radio trivia question. Oh, do it. Do you know who um, Lenny is married to in Detroit Radio? Squiggy. Wow. <laughs> Take yeah. a guess. Who Lenny... The psychotic who, who, who snake man. Who is probably the biggest FM morning show in the market? Mary. Oh, is he married to Lisa? Yes. Lisa from uh, Why Am I Blanking on the Show? The uh, Riff. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Thank yes. you. I'm like, I, can't I hope they're still married. They're a great couple. <laughs> oh, oh I just swore to <laughs> Oh, yes. I, anyway, so they're married, and that's good. Yeah. 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 So you guys were schooling me on this super special story about what's going on in the Stanley Cup finals. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, so Sarah's been hearing Dave and I talking about hockey, do, 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 and, do, do, and you know, and every now and then Ian down the hall, yeah, pop in and everybody gets chime in. in because it's it's a really great story. But it's funny. I kind of feel for Dave because Dave has been rooting for the Caps the entire way up. And I have seriously jumped onto the Golden Knights bandwagon because of their story. It's, it's such so a fantastic fun. story. Yeah. So, you know, they were at the beginning of the season, nobody would have predicted them to go all the way because they're the newest team in the NHL. Their inaugural season. And uh, they're basically the bad news bears of <laughs> hockey right now. That's awesome, though. I love and, it. And so it's the hardest trophy to win in all sports, guys. I yeah. promise. It's... Yeah. So, I mean, anytime. They're, they're coached by former wing Gerard Gallant. I'm all about an underdog story. Mm -hmm. So, for if they end up winning the whole shebang, I mm -hmm. would love it. Even though I've only been in on the story for about five minutes. Right. Well, game one. If game one is any indicator of the series, it'll yeah. go to seven games. Sweet. Uh, as long I love as nobody that. peters out. Um, but. Uh, Game one, they just answered each other back until until the goalie was pulled. They were hollaback girls. Yes, they were. Yes. Guys, duh. Well, so people were freaking out because they thought that once again, the Simpsons were Nostradamusing this yeah. whole Stanley Cup finals mm -hmm. with the Vegas Golden Knights. Right. Nobody, you know, 30 years ago would have predicted that Matt Groening was uh, kind of a bigot. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
The Simpsons Ooh. is known <laughs> for pulling all kinds of crazy predictions yes. out and having them come true. Like, for example, Donald Trump being president. That was a big one. I actually have like a whole schlemiel about uh, a lot of their predictions. But this one, uh, there was a sports writer, I think, that tweeted this picture. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this was in 1999. So it was before the movie The Hangover came out. Right. And Homer and Ned Flanders had had a wild night in Vegas. Yes. And so they showed their room the next morning. And as you can see, the there Stanley Cup trophy is there while they're in Vegas. So people were making the Vegas Stanley Cup Finals connection, mm -hmm. but really it's just that one of the producers of the show, showrunner Mike Scully, is just a huge hockey right. fan, and he throughout the series has tried to work in as many hockey references as possible, mm -hmm. and he's like, I can't take credit but for it. But you know what, I mean, whatever kind of weird vortex is going through the production offices of that show, yeah. they have this uncanny ability to do things in advance that mm -hmm. you kind of look back and go, what just what? happened? So <laughs> you mentioned the Donald Trump thing, mm -hmm. which there was an episode where I think Bart talks about Donald Trump being president someday. Yes. And then um, they predicted in 1993, they had an episode where um, Siegfried and Roy are attacked by one of their tigers. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take a genius to actually right. predict that that would happen at some uh, point. Uh -huh. But that episode was 93, and they weren't attacked until 2003. Mm -hmm. So it took a while for it to actually happen. But that one was one where I would have laid money on that happening exactly. at some point. That wasn't as big of a deal. Um, in 1994, they kind of predicted autocorrect fails. Mm -hmm. They actually had an episode where someone had a Newton... Um, digital assistant. Newton. That's Apple's first PDA. By yes. The way. And they wanted them to type in it, beat up Martin, and it typed eat up Martha instead. And that was the hilarity of the whole episode. In 1995, they predicted um, FaceTime. Mm -hmm. They had an episode where Lisa was talking to Marge on her phone through the video chat capabilities. So that was 95. We didn't get FaceTime until right. 2010. We didn't have cameras on handheld devices. Right. Unless it was a camera. Right. <laughs> Um, faulty voter machines, they had an episode about that where mm -hmm. Homer was trying to vote in 2008 and then that didn't happen with the hanging chads and that whole thing and um, the faulty voter machine thing didn't really happen until 2012. Um, the NSA spying scandal mm -hmm. was something they did kind of in the Simpsons movie and then also in a 1995 episode, it was supposed to be set into the future, there was a prediction, but um, smartwatches, they had the characters mm -hmm. wearing smartwatches. So, I mean... That's a pretty that's, good... That's not even all of That's just like right. a handful of them, but that was pretty huge that if you're a Simpsons lover, just wait, because it's going to happen. Yeah, if, if you dig deep enough online, you'll be able to find blogs and you know, you'll be able to find it on Reddit and BuzzFeed. You will find so much out there that people have kind of gone through The Simpsons and just really found certain things that have come true more or less you yeah know? i mean this isn't exact there's no date on this or anything like that but it is you gotta wonder like first of all it's like you know flanders and homer go to <laughs> and they trash a hotel room and i think in this episode wasn't there a tiger right that's right the mission yeah. is so funny the hangover this is before it was 99 this season 10 when this episode happened so yeah they had a tiger in there right. so maybe the people who wrote the scripts for the hangover were also simpsons maybe. fans you know that might explain a lot of stuff if you think about it true <laughs> so because well, that show has been out for how many seasons or episodes or they've set some record they're like the longest running i want to say like 36 or 37 is seasons it? or something like it's that. obscene i think they just beat gunsmoke finally for having the most amount of tv episodes yeah. or they're, something they're going after days 
days of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, oh, producer Dave's yeah, going to check Dave's into up. that one. But I, I do love this. Um, you know, so it, it is a house divided here on Pop That Culture because oh, it's true. producer Dave is, is rooting for the Caps. And, uh, and you want I the Knights. I the, the vegan Golden the vegan. <laughs> The, the hockey team that doesn't eat meat. <laughs> the vegan animals, Golden Knights, the yes. The vegan Golden Knights, yeah. <laughs> now, I know you are a ridiculously huge hockey fan in general. Mm. Would you... Not as big as Dave. Oh, well, we could fight about that. Would you or producer Dave spend uh, an obscene amount of money to buy the Joe Louis Arena sign? You know, if I had a place to put it. That's my question. So it's going up for auction, as are a number of other things. You can bid on locker room fixtures, the Joe's official scoreboard, suite furnishings, things like that. Mm -hmm. But this sign is going up for auction. Those letters are each five feet tall. Yeah, I want I want Joe Vision in my house. <laughs> literal Joe Vision. Yeah, literal Joe Vision. <laughs> actually, you know what was funny? I actually did put in a phone call. Uh, I think it was late in 2017. They did the auction where you know the easy fixtures went, mm -hmm. so seats and things like that sure. went. I actually want one of those light fixtures for my yard. I want that one of these from lights, the outside, yeah, one of those to things? be at the end of my driveway. Oh. So I actually emailed them about it. <laughs> Are they selling that as part um, of the auction? If not, I've got a good hacksaw. It's a, it's a, a thing called uh, OrbitBid.com, and um, the actual Ooh. auction is on June 5th. But yes, Ooh. Joe, if you'd like to <laughs> get in there and Keep see what talking, you can get. Let's, let's drag this segment out, shall we? And some of the, a portion of the money that they make will go to Sparky Anderson's Charity Catch, oh. Children's Hospital Michigan, Brilliant Detroit. So a portion of the money is going to go towards good things. But if you're the person who buys the Joe Louis Arena letters, what the hell are you going to do with them i don't understand like are you just gonna wrap it around your house yeah. or like do you just have a really big garage where do you or you might be a business person that is maybe doing a sports bar okay and you can rearrange you know Jewel i mean you, it would take up like the whole almost all of your wall space but you know who knows i i would definitely if i had the space for it and i could hide it from my wife yeah, I, How are you going to hide all these five-foot letters from your I've wife? tried hiding stuff that she's totally been oblivious to, but, you know, if I put my keys in the wrong place, she'll be like, your keys are in a different spot. I, I, go figure. She comes home late from work, and she's like, why <laughs> is there a giant J in our yard? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, did you find it? Yeah. Because you can, oh, and it, it's oh, up. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you can do a preview thing, because the actual auction, like we said, is June 5th, but you can look now. And I think the early pre-bids, you have to start at at least $5. $5 yeah. for your giant Joe Lewis The The remaining letters. seats from the arena, by the way, they were uh, blown out to the general public yeah. on May 12th. How much were they going for? Does it say? Uh, or no? It doesn't say. Um, let's see. Auctions. Let's see. Upcoming. Mm. What can we buy for Pop That Culture? We could put, what do we want? Do we want just like the the O behind us? Like, do we want to just, can you just what buy one that? of the letters and not all of the letters? Can we do a GoFundMe to just buy a letter? Yeah. Huh. We're going to buy a vowel. This hmm. is going to be amazing. Oh, we can buy the urinals. <laughs> you know what? Should we buy a trough? Do it. Can we, can we buy a trough? Oh, yeah. We, we'd love, <laughs> we'll put it yeah. in the studio so people need yeah. to take a break. Yeah. They're like, like, oh, come on in. Hi, Drop new trout. employee. You know, it's a tradition here that you wash your face in our, <laughs> in our sink over there. Oh, um, oh, look at this. There is, uh, let's see now. There's concession stands up for sale. Eh, I don't um, want a concession stand. There is um, the the bathroom stalls, which would be gross. 
Although uh, that also would be hysterical if we just had a stall in the back of the set. Bidding starts at five bucks. I know. One entire stall unit. We could just have this whole room be a bathroom. <laughs> I love it. I, I, wonder, I wonder what happened to that orange seat they had as the, uh, the memorial for the, uh, the band. Oh, um, the single orange seat. I, I bet somebody already bought it. Maybe. Hmm. All right, so we're going to do shopping huh. on our own time. But <laughs> yes. Just no. so you know, if you feel like you need the Joe Lewis sign, you can go to orbitbid.com and, uh, and get your bid on. The other thing you need to do you know, while you're at your computer is uh, turn your router off and mm -hmm. turn it back on because the FBI told you to do it. Yes. Russians. Reboot that because apparently there's malware affecting our routers at home. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Russia. Yeah. I don't know what it, it's, it's affected me. It's happened to you already? Yes. Every You're infected? Oh, should I have a little mask on? My browser has pictures of Naked ladies? Naked ladies on it. How does and that I happen? I have no idea how they get there. Oh, gross. It's get these off. It's to be my router. And that's what I told my wife. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, mean, you, I well, have to reboot my router, and still they come back. So this I malware, can't believe it, is tough. Mount Norton can't do anything about it. No, you know, McAfee can't do anything about it. I called Xfinity. Yeah, you know they said, "Oh, but you've got that malware," and I'm standing by that excuse. Mm hmm. But yeah, so the FBI made this announcement on Friday. I didn't hear a damn thing until this week. I think a lot of people were in like weekend, right. long weekend, holiday well, yeah. mode or whatever, or and they were drunk. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. or they're like, "I'm not gonna." reboot my computer because you said so yeah they're also recommending that you change your passwords too i'll take my chances yeah. i'm not changing squat right now yeah but so yeah. you can go from password to password one <laughs> yes russian hackers developed a sophisticated malware system that has already infected joe mm -hmm. and hundreds of thousands of routers so yeah i mean it's not a huge ask, just off, on, whatever. Yeah. We'll see. Or if you have a reset button, you can press that too. Mm -hmm. Or just don't pay your internet bill and the internet company will reboot your router for you. Problem solved! Yeah. Done! Huzzah! Yeah. Yay! And you know what else Russian hackers may be involved with? These optical illusion photos we're about to show you? <laughs> All right, slow down, because the good one's coming second. But there's, so the first one, this optical illusion photo is driving people crazy on the internet. It doesn't take that long for your eyes to adjust, but when you look at this photo, it looks like a guy has come up to a girl sitting in an office mm -hmm. chair, and he's giving her a hug. But! But wait! Scale down, scan down. Why is he wearing heels? Why is he wearing heels? Heels, because those are not his legs. It's just she's standing <laughs> up and leaning over and hugging him. He's the one sitting in the chair. But when you first look mm -hmm. at it, it looks the other way around. So this begs a couple questions. Number yeah. one, is this an unwanted advance? I know. I immediately thought of human resources when right. I saw this hug. I'm yeah, like, it's like, wait a minute. You can't are hug you, in a workplace yeah, anymore. You need to get consent for that, right? Number two, how long is this guy's head? I mean, his neck, rather. His neck. His head. You know. Yeah. That's the second picture. He does have a big head. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's so, the proportions are weird. I know. But you just, you know what it has to be. Right. And the lighting's right, so you know it's not Photoshopped. And Although, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does like shoes like that. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be her legs, but they are. That's <laughs> her leaning over him and his giant head. Yeah, and she's got like a, a Genera hypercolor top. It does look like hypercolor. That's <laughs> yeah. hysterical. 
Remember that? <laughs> I totally remember hypercolor. All the, all the young people watching, all two of you, are like, right. what's that? What's hypercolor? Well, so back in the day, when you didn't have your Coca-Cola sweatshirt on, <laughs> you could put on a shirt that changed colors, kind of like a mood ring. Oh, an even older reference. But it would change... Uh, colors based on your body temperature Here, right which was a stupid idea because then everyone was going to have a different color around right. the armpit area because your armpits are going to be hot but that problem wasn't a huge problem because all you had to do was wash the thing and the hyper color stopped being hyper it became slightly agitated color right not hyper color it, uh, the only thing that people wanted to do with hypercolor was walk up to their friend and put their yeah. hand on their shirt and then make a handprint on their hypercolor mm -hmm. shirt. And then you were basically over it. You're like, oh, I already did it. So if you had hypercolor pants and you farted. Yeah. Oh, you would have a little, a little hypercolor like circle right in the middle of your butt. That's oh. excellent. Okay, so we had optical illusion photo number one that we had figured out. We promise you, we promise you, we are allowed to show you optical illusion photo <laughs> number two, which is really just a woman <laughs> who is taking a photo with these two gentlemen. They are a British entertainment group called the Chuckle Brothers, so I'm oh, sure they're fantastic. Yes. They're like the Chemical Brothers or the Smothers Brothers <laughs> or the Dust Brothers. And or then, the Ringling Brothers. And Barnum and Bailey. And it may appear to you, and maybe it's, maybe you're not perverted, but it may appear to you that she has a cup of wang. But that is not what is happening there. That is just her hair covering a little bit of her shoulder, mm. and there's a little bit of pink lighting coming right. from the above. So unfortunately, just the uh -huh. tip of her shoulder looks right. pink. Yes. And, uh, you know, clearly that shoulder had a bris. <laughs> so, cup of wang is that? Uh, yes. Is that a new Lipton product? Lipton, oh, Lipton cup, cup of wang. There's a big sign in Times Square. <laughs> cup of wang. Oh God. Oh, would yes. you just, can we just do this bit the whole show? Can we just do optical yeah. penis illusions? <laughs> optical, optical wang pictures. Magic. Everybody wang chung tonight. Correct. Well, actually, nudity is the theme of what we're going to get into next because Eminem. <laughs> had a very interesting experience with a huge, or used to be huge, actor in Hollywood mm. would tell you who it is and what happened when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media, 
The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Welcome back to Pop That Culture, and we will get to Rosanna yeah. in a second. I, I could have actually used um, Africa <laughs> oh, for the Toto song. No! Wow. We'll get to that. Wow! <laughs> that was amazing. But first, we have to get to uh, Eminem's nudity. Hmm. This, he's having a weird week. Yes. I mean, it's good. It's fine. He was right. um, performing at a, a show over Memorial Day weekend called Boston Calling, and he sort of fed and made fun of the rumors about him dating Nicki Minaj mm -hmm. all at the same time, which was cool. And then now he decides to put a video out on social media. Just, I mean, it, it's, it wasn't spurred on by anything. He no. just felt like he had to get this off his chest. <laughs> about a very special encounter that he had with Val Kilmer. Mm. All right, so here, this is, this is like a confessional. Um, I have something on my mind that's been bothering me for years. And I will tell you a little story. Um, 2009, 2010, I was at the VMAs, it was either music awards, movie awards, something, and my trailer was next door to 50's trailer. And I went I went to the back to go change to for stage, and as I'm taking off my underwear, I look across in 50's trailer, right even with me, is Val Kilmer sitting like this in a chair. <laughs> And I know he's looking at me, and I know he looked away because he saw me looking at him. I know Val Kilmer saw me naked. I just had to get that off my chest. I'm glad he feels better. Yeah. We feel, but now we know that mm -hmm. uh, another grown man has seen him naked. Yes, I think they're going to somehow work that into the Top Gun sequel. <laughs> Something with volleyball. Iceman. You know, Iceman will be sitting there spinning the volleyball on his <laughs> finger with Eminem watching him naked. Just walking yeah. by, everything, yeah. hanging out, swinging. Right. I uh, was just checking my phone yesterday, and all of a sudden, blam, up pops this stuff all over social media because oh everybody's freaking out with the announcement that Roseanne was canceled, the, yeah. the, the reboot. I'm like, what the hell is happening here because right. the show was hugely successful they had great ratings they'd already something like 20 in the beginning was like 20 million yeah viewers. you're right it was more so in the beginning and it may have tapered off a little bit but it was still a really big hit and they were able to charge insane prices for advertising mm. for the roseanne reboot and they had already signed it up to have a second season and mm. they were just moving along and then just what what it's canceled yeah. i don't understand and dan was going to be dead again in the second season oh like every other season they were going to bring him back <laughs> you die i'm yeah. back oh no yeah. Just kidding. He should, it's like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know? It's like <laughs> Agent Coulson, dead or alive, who knows? <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's one right. season where they're just taking Dan around the house. The string. Thanos snaps his finger. <laughs> oh, Dan's dead again! Oh, God. 
So, yeah, well, and it's, it's Roseanne Barr's own damn fault. Listen, mm. this is a woman who is not good with impulse control. No. And should be nowhere near social media, specifically mm -hmm. Twitter. Right. And she, I think, had quit Twitter for a while. Then, like a crazy person, had decided that while, you know, this show came back that she would get back on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And then decided to put out a tweet that was just blatantly racist. Mm -hmm. And ABC was like, they Thanosed her too. They were just right. like, you gone. Yep. That was it. Yeah. And... I mean, this thing, it's, it's been going on. I mean, once the news came out that this had happened, it's been going nonstop, and then the cast had to jump in. Because right. now the cast is disassociating themselves with Roseanne. Like, yeah, Sarah like, Gilbert, oh, no, I, this is not the way I feel. That's Dan that. Gilbert, I'm not even part of the cast, but I'm a Gilbert. <laughs> All I was responsible for was that cause statue. <laughs> no, well, so it's interesting because, so yes, uh, well, first there was a tweet, I think, from Wanda Sykes, and she's like, I quit, I'm not coming back to the mm -hmm. show. And then it, not long after that is when the announcement was made that the show was canceled right and then the girl who plays darlene's teenage daughter on the show said tweeted that she saw the tweet was contacting her manager to say she wanted to quit the show and her manager's like oh, let me worry. stop you <laughs> because they already canceled the show and she's like all right and um so yeah so sarah gilbert said that's not how we or anybody else you know mm -hmm. on the show feels this is abhorrent this is terrible and then the actor who plays dj on the show said that his character in the reboot was specifically written to show tolerance and compassion and mm -hmm. he's like i can't believe that you know that this has happened with this show blah 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 and so um, initially roseanne said you know i'm sorry this was a, a joke that was in poor taste, blah, blah, I'm going to leave Twitter. She said, I'm going to leave Twitter again. I'm so sorry. But nobody cared about her apologies right. and her show had already been canceled. So she has stayed on Twitter and then has tweeted responses to all of the cast members who have tweeted about this. Like, I can't believe you're not standing behind me and right. I gave you a job and blah, blah, blah. And then she uh, put up a tweet, which she has since deleted, where she said, no, no, it was like two in the morning and I was Ambien tweeting. I was on Ambien. Oh, yeah. Which like is like ambient driving. <laughs> Don't do that. I, you know what? You're responsible for your own tweets, and regardless of the circumstance, you, you know, you gotta own it. It's Twitter's one thing, all you need is one screen grab. One yep. screen grab will do you in. You can delete all those tweets all you want, as long as the right person sees it and knows to look. If you've got an iPhone, yep. Power button, home button and power, or no, power volume. I don't even know how to screen grab on an iPhone. It's the one it's, on top. It's home power. Yeah. Home power. Home power. White power. I got the That's power. That's what Roseanne was tweeting. Wow, yeah. She, uh, so yeah, it was, a, it was a hot mess. She referred to former Obama advisor Valerie Jarrett as a product of the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes. And then Jarrett herself oh. um, has said that she's fine and she just hopes that the incident can be a teaching moment and, you know, don't feel bad for her. She's going to be all right. But Well, you know, one of the things that I have a difficult time with, is, you know, and we really try to stay away from editorializing on politics on this show because we really try to, you know, yeah. accept and respect everybody's viewpoints. But right. I will say this, is that, you know, if, if you are um, more on the conservative side, one of your hot buttons, mm -hmm. you know, and I know this in Memorial Day, I was the guy who was like, hey, kids, don't let your American flags touch the ground. We sure. are respecting the flag, especially on Memorial Day, mm -hmm. especially on June 14th, which is Sarah's birthday. Which is actual flag day. flag day. Mm -hmm. Well, remember when Roseanne butchered the national anthem I do. intentionally? 
And it just kind of, to me, is like, wait a minute, what what, uh, what team are you playing for here? Right. And I just... For me, know, it's, I mean, I know that it came out of a political thing, but to me, really, I was just most concentrated on that it was just straight up racist. Right, right. Which is exactly how the network felt. And I don't think there's actually a precedent or another example of a show being canceled this fast because oh. of an incident like this. Well, a successful show. Yeah. You know. I mean, this is just huge. And, and there were some shows that went on for seasons, which I really wish somebody would have done a racist tweet so they just would have been put out of their misery. <laughs> oh, God. You know? So, I mean, please, they should have at least kept Firefly on for a second season. Could somebody? Come on. Couldn't they have made it happen? The, uh, the other thing that was fast to go around the Internet was the video of that guy. They were calling it like the Spider-Man rescue, mm. where there was a four-year-old child that was dangling from a, an apartment balcony in Paris, I think. Mm -hmm. And a guy just scaled up four flights mm. of balconies. He did a little parkour running. He did. Yeah. did some parkour, basically, yeah. <laughs> to uh, uh, help out this child that was dangling from the window. If you haven't seen the video yet, here you can watch this guy rescuing this child. An incredible story, mm -hmm. and actually, this rescuer guy who's only like 22 years old, he's offered French citizenship and a job for the fire department right. because they're like, You can clearly yeah. rescue people. You don't need a ladder. <laughs> we'll yeah. We don't need no stinking we'll ladders. Put some water on your back, let you walk around waiting for a fire. Right. But uh, the question was on a lot of people's minds why and how was this child able mm. to get out onto the balcony and dangle like that? Where the hell were his parents? Well, he wasn't living with his mom. He was only living with his dad. And his dad decided, I'm just going to go shopping. You're mm -hmm. four. You're fine. Yeah. Here's some food. Watch yeah. the TV. I'm There's just going to. There's a gonna... bowl of water. The big giant bottle with the ball bearing in the bottom is <laughs> yes. full. You just poke the ball bearing and water comes out. You, you won't be dehydrated. Yeah. You're good. And uh, he's like, I'm going to go shopping. He gets done with his shopping. And he's like, you know what? I want to I have some fun time for me. Yeah. I gotta get me a Charizard. The man was playing Pokemon Go mm. while his child was dangling from a balcony mm. and almost died were it not for the efforts of mm. this young man. Unbelievable. As you would imagine, the dad faces prison time up to two years for abandoning his yeah, parental this responsibilities. Ridiculous. Gross. Disgusting. Who I, just, yeah, you're good, you're fine. Mm. I'm gonna lock the door. Maybe yeah. I'll duct tape you to the wall and see if you can get out. Well, no, you know what you use are zip ties. Oh, 
Oh, yes. Now, we do have an update on a story that we did yesterday about some dirty, dirty, dirty puppets, and we will give you that update when we get back. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. And you can find us on Facebook at Pop That Culture Detroit, where we just post stuff. That's what you do on Facebook, right? You just post, you just post stuff. stuff. Yeah. Cat memes. Just don't post stuff that'll get, get, us you, get you fired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one of the lessons Pop we learned today. Pop That Culture has been canceled abruptly. <laughs> God. We don't know what we're going to do with the 20 million people that are watching us, right? It's <laughs> so bad. We're uh, the number one show in the world. Yes. We know. I know. Yes. But... We take wild chances where we could be fired yeah. at any time. You we're never we're know. actually podcasting from the secret underground bunker because <laughs> if all the people knew where we were, right. you know, they would just topple the building over trying to get in. Mm -hmm. As long as we're not posting from the Archie Bunker. Uh, hey, nice. look out. Oh, uh, Archie. <laughs> yesterday we were talking about the movie called Happy Time Murders, mm -hmm. which is about some dirty, dirty puppets. And there was a lawsuit from Sesame Workshop. They're the creators of Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. Because it's a raunchy, R-rated movie produced by the Jim Henson Company that stars <laughs> Melissa McCarthy in a uh. world where humans and Sesame Street-style puppets coexist. And the tagline for the movie is, um, No Sesame, All Streets. 
Yeah, I do you think um, Mr. Henson's son is trying to get back at him for just years of sesame trauma? You love the puppets yeah. more than me, Dad. You were never home. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how all this happened. So they're the producers, but they're film creators from a company called STX Entertainment, mm. who is named in this lawsuit. And so the STX people actually sent out a response about this whole lawsuit, because the Sesame Street people don't want people to confuse that they are okay with what you're going to see in this movie. <laughs> um, so the creators of the Happy Time Murders sent a response to the lawsuit to the Huffington Post, which included a picture of their puppet lawyer. Hmm. And honestly, I think this is the best response you could have yeah. to what's happening to you. I want an attorney like that. This is oh. lawyer Fred Esquire. And uh, he had a whole statement, that he, a puppet statement that he put out oh. to them, which included, while we're disappointed that Sesame Street does not share in the fun, we are confident in our legal position. So these puppets are going to fight. Right. And they do not think they are going to be shut down by the Sesame Street people. And if you've got Fred Esquire uh, representing you in a court of law, I hope this goes all the way to the court system right. and that the puppet shows up well, as their I, actual lawyer. I would lawyer. love to see that because especially if this was a, you know, ending in victory, the, the entire legal industry for puppet counselors right. would go through the roof. You, you, and you'd create this whole new economy of puppet paralegals and puppet law schools. And, That's true. Uh, you know, because well, um, I, I don't know if they were actually officially married, but I know uh, Miss Piggy and Kermit went through, I thought it was a divorce. Maybe it was mm -hmm. just a breakup. But if there's puppet divorce, you do, do need puppet divorce attorneys. Yeah, or at least a puppet mediator. So at least you can figure <laughs> out who gets the curio cabinet with all the hummels inside it. I... I think this really needs to go somewhere because I can see this being a breakthrough for puppet rights everywhere. I That's mean, true. I could see a puppet joining the Bernstein Law Firm. So you could have the Bernstein puppet advantage, right? Can we please have a commercial oh where they're all looking at the camera and then the puppet turns yeah. last? Yeah. <laughs> the puppet looks at the camera. <laughs> Sam was a hard ass and that's the way he raised me. <laughs> That's why I'm a great attorney. And Sam Bernstein is now played by Sam the Eagle. <laughs> I, this nice. is amazing. This needs to happen, Joe. Yeah, and they can do—they can do a puppet version of Boston Legal, a puppet William Shatner, <laughs> just a barrel-chested yeah. puppet, <laughs> slightly red puppet face. Puppet Ally McBeal. There's a whole new universe <laughs> that's ready for this. Oh, screw the reboots. Do puppet every. Just do puppet versions of everything. Honestly, every day, every day we come to you with new yes. ideas that could make money for you. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have at least 20 million people watching this yes. show. But if you look really closely at our terms of use, we get a cut out of any idea that you get that becomes marketable intellectual property. It's in the terms of use. It when is. you click that check mark, don't be the guy <laughs> that clicks it without reading it. Now, if only we were more smart about our money mm. and had gotten in on the ground floor. Yes on Netflix because there was an article that just came out that showed if you had invested $1,000 in Netflix in 2007, and by now it would be worth $108,000. Oh. Honestly, I need to get my S together and start investing in things. No, you don't. Like if I thought, oh, Uber, I should invest in that. <laughs> Ring, I should invest in that. Like Ashton Kutcher is running around bragging about all of these companies where he knew they'd be a good idea. And so he got in mm -hmm. early and now he's making crazy money. Yeah. Bitcoin. Right. Could have gotten in Bitcoin. You want to hear a funny story about my investing misadventures? Please. So um, 
When I left for New York, I needed money for a security deposit for my insanely expensive New York apartment. Oh, yeah. And I had, you know, several shares of Pixar stock lying <gasps> So I sold it for my security Joe. deposit. And then Toy Story came out. Oh, Joe. Yeah, that kind of sucks. That uh, hurts me. I'm, I'm literally, my eyes watering. <laughs> Just, just about twitching. This. <laughs> Every time I see Buzz Lightyear, I feel nauseous. Like, ah, oh. ah, Nostag. Ah, ah. That is incredible yeah, that you totally. had Pixar stuff. I was holding. I was just oh. Pixar. It was like ten bucks a share that I bought in on. Oh my god! Now, and then Disney Bob was just. Oh my god! I I need to leave. I'm. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. Is there such a thing as a zombie stock? Um, I well, you could have, you know, whoever owns AMC. Yeah, you should have missed an AMC. Or, uh, or you could have bought just a whole bunch of first edition graphic novels of The Walking Dead and left them in their plastic sleeves. Also that, I want to know what you think this means, Joe, because there was an announcement now, and it seems like it's pretty official that Andrew Lincoln, the main guy mm. on The Walking Dead, who's played Rick Grimes for eight uh -huh. seasons... Season nine, the next season, I'm out. Ah. And he may only do six episodes of that season. He's like he was the the first. He's like the number one. If you don't watch The Walking Dead, he is the lead character of the entire series and the graphic novels. He's yeah. the first guy on camera in the mm -hmm. series. And um, you know, he. Uh, I, I just want to know if. If with this coming out, do you think, and they haven't made the announcement, and maybe they didn't want to make the announcement, and this is going to force their hand, but um, the this show is going to end after season nine. Because why yeah. would you, I mean, I know they have other characters, and maybe somebody else could pick up the mantle and keep the show going forward, but I, if you don't have Rick, what, do you have a show? Yeah, I think you do. Really? I think you have a show with Daryl. Okay. If you, if you watch Walking Dead, I think Daryl could carry the show. Um, because Daryl actually was not in the graphic novels, and he's a character that if they killed off Daryl, yeah, there would be a Walking Dead revolt. Um, so Norman Reedus, I think, could carry the show. I think Maggie could carry the show. I think that. Uh, I mean, here's the thing: Rick has. I think you know, the, if you talk to the creators of the Walking Dead, if you watch Talking Dead, yeah, sure. The creators always say when somebody dies, well, we've already told the story. He's already made his journey. So whenever they kill off a main character, that's the excuse. So they have killed off so many main characters at this point. They've killed off Glenn. They've killed off um, Shane. They've yeah. killed off Carl. Carl. But um, Rick is the through lot. Like, he's the main character of all main characters. Yeah, like, he is. Letting him go is different than letting those other people go. Yeah, you know what, though? I I mean, maybe I they'll keep going. I don't know. But they've, they've started to run into the problem of actors on the show getting other projects that are getting in the way of right. things. Well, and I mean, that's what's going to happen. And, you know, you think about it. Like, Sonequa Martin-Green ended up, uh, she left the show. To go to Star Trek Discovery. Mm -hmm. um, who else? And then uh, Denai Guerrero is in Black Panther. Okay. So, I mean, all the Walking Dead stars are like, hey, greener pastures, more money. And so wouldn't you do it? Well, sure. Actually, I think that Andrew Lincoln is going to make the sequel to Love Actually. I think it's, I would it's love right for the picking, Andrew. I, I would love if he made the sequel to Love Actually, but as Rick Grimes. <laughs> yeah. He's all dirty. He's got a gun. He's like, I still love you, Kira Knightley's holding up sides for her. I have killed a lot of zombies in the yes. time I last saw you. Or, yeah, Love Actually in the zombie universe where he's trying to get together with zombie Kira Knightley. 
because there was that trend for a while where they were taking different yeah. classic novels and then adding zombies into it. There was Pride yeah. and Prejudice and Zombies and yeah. there were a couple Slash of other fiction. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right. It was exactly what it was. Huh. So I like it. I like the the zombie uh, love actually mashup yes. that they could zombie possibly Zombie actually. <laughs> <laughs> we just do that. Exactly. There it is. Again, more money-making ideas yes. just rolling out of Again, this show. Again, read your terms of use for New Radio Media. It's, it's all right there. You can have your attorney look at it, but mm -hmm. Sarah and I get a new cut. You you only have your Lexus as what, a 2015, right? I know, which is yeah. so gross when I roll yeah. up and people are like, it's old. A get a new one. Yeah, you need a 19. Yeah. Like that stops for you. Exactly. Because she's always just driving and texting. Yeah, I'm not looking at the road. It drives. Nah. It's autonomous, isn't it? Oh, maybe yeah. not yet. Now, this could be a moneymaker. It might not be a moneymaker. We will see. But there's going to be another Spawn movie. There was the graphic novel, there was the animated show, I think it was on HBO, and then there was a movie version that had John Leguizamo in it as the bad guy. I loved that movie. The CGI was terrible. But, <laughs> but you loved it anyway? I loved it anyway. It had a great soundtrack. All the toys were awesome. I think, uh, who's the lead guy? Jai White, was that his name? I don't Who played remember. Spawn? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Remember. I mean, he did a good job. But my favorite part of Spawn is when the salmon swims and it fights its way upstream. <laughs> And it lays its It's such eggs, a struggle. And then, and then the bear eats it. There's, it's like, it's hey. right. It's right for action. Yeah. I just started a family. There's a bear. He's going to eat me. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the guy who created the character, Todd McFarlane, is going to direct his own version of the mm. movie. And it will star Jamie Foxx as the titular character apparently fox is like a huge fan and he's been sort of dropping the name around for right. a long time like waiting for somebody to cast him as spawn right but what's interesting is that there were studios when mcfarlane was shopping it around that wanted to make this another big like blockbustery movie right. and he said purposely no i want it to be small and i want it to be creepy so he's going with the movie house that did Get Out, Ooh. which was a huge success, right. but it was a small movie Maybe in tone. Maybe uh, part of it here in Detroit. Ooh, interesting. You know what? Instead of Todd McFarlane doing it, I think Seth McFarlane should do it. It'd be like Spawn with a whole bunch of boob <laughs> jokes and pop culture references. I, uh, I had a chance long ago on a radio junket to meet... Jamie Foxx, and he's very charming and very sweet, and he smells fantastic. What, was he shirtless and oiled up at the time? He was not. He offered me the breakfast that he hadn't eaten at the in the hotel where we were doing the, all the interviews. That's how it starts, Sarah. Oh, like, no, hey. you're going to have your Me Too moment, aren't you? <laughs> no. So he was fine, and he smelled good. But I did find a list of celebrities who may or may not smell good because mm. they refused to use oh, deodorant. Oh, no. They are non-deodorant people. Mm. One, I found very surprising, I didn't realize, that Bradley Cooper um, says he just takes multiple showers instead. Like, he'll do one at night and in the morning, and then if he works out during the day, he'll take a shower after he works out, but he will not wear deodorant or antiperspirant or anything like that. See, I would have thought that he'd be a fragrant... You think he's a stinky? No, 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 not fragrant, like smelling good. Oh, you would think he would be a yeah. deodorant-wearing guy. Or, or maybe it's the two different Bradley Coopers. So if it's the um, Wedding Crashers Bradley mm -hmm. Cooper, I think he would smell like Drakkar. Yes. You, you, would 100 percent that character yes. would, yes. Yes, but Hangover Bradley Cooper, especially when they roll up to the wedding, mm -hmm. probably smells like body odor. I'm going to say, he's a lot, yeah. of, lot of bow kicking. Um, Cameron Diaz says she does it for health reasons, mm -hmm. and she said that it's bad for you, and in fact... 
she claims you're stinky because you wear antiperspirant. That's Whoa. your body's reaction to try and overcompensate. Don't listen to her for well, health. Well, what about when you're a teenager and you don't know that you need deodorant yet? Aww. What's the excuse for that? When you're gangly and awkward and covered with zits and you're, why do I smell? I stink. Yeah. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey says he prefers to smell like a man and hasn't worn deodorant for 20 years. See, in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation, mm -hmm. definitely looks like he smells. Like a corpse. I feel like he looks like he smells all the time. But, like, I don't think there's any time where he doesn't. But when he's getting into his Lincoln, mm -hmm. oh. I think he smells. But he Ooh, smells like that new car kind of smell? like this musky, musky mix of new car and dry cleaning mm. because of that tuxedo he's wearing. That's true. Mm. And then uh, this one I didn't know about, but apparently uh, I should have been in the know. Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, reeks to high heaven, apparently. He, no. after he performs, uh, there was a radio show that had done an interview with him, and they were like, yo, this whole radio Whoa. studio stinks. And he's like, not only do I not really shower or wear deodorant, but I will also not wash my clothing for, like, weeks at a time purposely you ruined lando for me i know you, how can you because do? lando looks like he smells fantastic yes, he looks like he smells amazing i mean and not even like the cheap i mean not like you know designer imposter right. like you know the the cologne at truck stops right like the real deal like was, wow you smell like expensive cologne i know mixed with like supple leather now I listen don't know. maybe when <sighs> they were filming the movie they forced him to clean it up and smell good to get into character, but in his real life, Donald Glover stinks. How how can you be pansexual and smell? <laughs> All right. No. Now, when we come back, we have some fascinating technology news that could save a lot of people who have had some bad incidents with their car mm. and their house, and we will tell you all about it on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. 
Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Chilling out on a yeah. beach somewhere. I just, just, just been on a plant puff, puff board in the ground. Yeah. We'll spark one up, mm-hmm. do a bonfire out of driftwood. Jack Johnson, oh, baby. Yeah. What? Mm. Instead, we're gonna tell you exciting technology news, which mm. I thought was already a thing. I didn't and maybe it's just not it hasn't been for Apple before. No. I don't know. I, it, it's a, it was a thing, but I think it's going to be a slightly different thing. Like a bigger thing? Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Welcome to the Pop That Culture Vague Edition, <laughs> where we use only oh. pronouns to talk about things. Uh, and stuff. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. And this is your host, Her, and I'm <laughs> and him. And him. This is the Her and Him show. They made an announcement that you will soon be able to unlock your front door of your home and unlock the doors of your car with your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Actually, which, which is the thing that I thought was a thing prior to this right. possibly a, becoming a thing. A thing. Yeah. Well, originally, like I, for example, I have an app on my phone that I mm-hmm. can unlock my car and start my car and everything. Yeah. Um, and they actually started thinking about using, I'm thinking about two years ago, they made an announcement that People are going to start developing ways to use your smartphone to unlock things. But the twist on this is that you don't have an app and you don't have to be connected to the internet. Oh, that's Instead, good. Instead, they're going to use NFC, which is near field communication, which is the same thing that's used which for is Apple not Pay. A, not, not a division of football. But. Yes, the NFC. Jeez, I don't know. I'm in Mississippi and I only got the <laughs> NFC North on my phone. I don't know how to use this. I can't get my house open. Yeah. Thanks, oh football. Oh my gosh, this sucks. <laughs> my phone was taking a knee instead of opening the door. So, um, so this is actually something that could happen pretty soon. The technology's right? in place to do it. Yeah. So the whole idea is that your phone communicates uh, through near field communication, mm-hmm. which is again how you use Apple Pay. So you put your finger on the phone. And yes. And you pay. You can do the same thing at your front door. So you just put your fingerprint on, nice. or you look at it in facial recognition. Listen, for, it, for the car thing, I love it because mm-hmm. uh, there was a time. Although now I have like a little code thing that I can put in in case mm-hmm. where I was lo- losing my keys and being locked out yep. of my car and just nightmare. So to be able to get back in, mm-hmm. just the knowledge that I could get back in without any big deal makes me feel so, so much better. But you mentioned this is the technology for Apple Pay. There's also a funny story about London. Apparently street performers are a huge thing in London. Yes. They call it busking, buskers. Yes. They're buskers. They're Just everywhere. Like in, in anytime you see a street performer that has their hat or their guitar case open, they are, the verb is busking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you can busk a move. Oh. If you're young Hey, MC. busk a move. You want, you got it. Um, <laughs> so I would never get any money thrown in my music case yeah. for that Here, kind of singing. I'm going to pay you to stop, Joe. <laughs> stop breakdancing. But... They are apparently a very cashless society over mm. there in jolly old England and yes. London. And so these guys, you know, they'll have their case or hat or something out there waiting for some coins. And people are like, I don't have any coins on right. me. So London has put together this big movement to give them uh, Apple Reader cards, the buskers. Yeah. 
so that you can Apple Pay somebody if you like their yeah. performance. So you just walk by, bloop, put your finger down, which is great because a lot of people don't know in big cities like New York, you have to have a permit. To actually, perform in yeah, the subway or something? To, if you play in the subway and people aren't allowed to play where you're p- permitted to play. You have it's, your own spot? Yeah, like you it's, have, it's a permit thing. There's a whole world oh. of busking. See, I didn't know. Like, I can't imagine. Like, if you're rolling through Ann Arbor and you see all those street performers, I don't think they got permits. I didn't um, realize no, in New York you Ann have Arbor. to. It's Ann Arbor. New I remember that. They're just like, hey, hippie, take that guitar. <laughs> so, <laughs> Get out of here, hippie. I just thought it was cool that they're... The, the future is now, Joe. Yeah. Even street performers are going to accept Apple Pay. Mm. The future is always now with our good friend, our pal, yeah. broadcaster extraordinaire. Yeah, when you see him live on a remote and he's got his hat tipped over, you'll use your Apple Pay. Yeah. And you make sure you compensate him for the entertainment and knowledge that you're getting. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. And that man, that myth, that legend is one Mr. Craig Folly. It smells amazing. Fantastic. He uses deodorant. Oh, my goodness. Like lilacs. I think it's lilacs and vanilla. It's gorgeous. Mm. So you have that coming up next, and we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture. And as for flying to the moon, well, they never been. Indeed, my friend, they're lion scums there for you to see.